Good day, everyone. Welcome to Insight and Instruction. I am your host, Sherry Fleming, and it has been a time here. <laughs> it has been a time. We are um, in, or I am, in my third week of being at home thanks to the coronavirus. Um, I was one who decided to, as soon as uh, schools began to close, I went shop food shopping and there was no need for me to go out after after then uh, or after that time. So uh, schools have been closed uh, now. This is our third full week. Today is Wednesday, April 1st. And um, there has been uh, a little bit of a delay in me posting uh, a podcast just because I wasn't sure on what I wanted to communicate. I wasn't sure uh, what was appropriate for this time, um, what insight and instruction I actually could provide. Also, um, it has been just a complete upheaval and transition in my life and my business and um, with my family. I do have three children, middle school, elementary school and preschool. And so um, I had to, to, to get those things in order first. I had to really make sure that um, there was stability in my uh, everyday life before I could <laughs> instruct anybody to do anything. <laughs> I cannot provide you insight and instruction if my life is a complete wreck. And not to say that it was a wreck, but it was definitely um, some transition and we're still in transition. So I, I just want to share a couple of things with you uh, that I, that just to give you perspective, um, I don't have any insight or instruction right now. Um, Oh, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm just sharing what it what is happening in um, my life and some things I have had to say to myself and, and incorporate into my everyday life. And so one thing that I want you to do uh, starting today is to focus on your opportunities, change your perspective, focus on your opportunity and not uh, the lack that you may see. It is um, human nature, at least in my nature, to focus on the limitation, to focus on uh, the things I am unable to do, to focus on uh, the restriction. But if I can um, tell you one thing that is continuing to lead and guide me, that is to Take a step back and focus on the opportunities that are in front of me. I am not looking at the things that may be limiting. I am looking at the way I can maximize my time and the resources that I do have. Okay, um, so that leads to the second thing that I want to share with you. The only way that you can focus on the opportunity and not focus on lack is to be very clear on who you are and the purpose uh, for which you are designed to function. Okay, be very clear on who you are and be resolute in your purpose. I am very clear that <laughs> I, I am um an individual who is designed to assist people through transition. That is what my business does. That is what I do in business. That is what I do in my personal life. I am very clear on that. Because I'm clear on that, I know that there 
we're in a time of transition. And so there is going to be a need for people, um, a need of people, a need of me really, um, to strategize and to help businesses redesign and recreate. So I have to focus on my purpose. And so now more than ever, I am needed in the market. My service is needed in the market. So then my uh, next uh, uh, concern becomes, well, how do I render my service in this current environment, in this current climate? Again, I'm not focusing on lack. I am focusing on opportunity. And so I now have to re-strategize Okay, create a completely different strategy for my business. I now have to consider is there a way or all of the ways that I can deliver my product or service through the use of technology? Uh, thankfully, I began to start doing this before we. Um, were required to uh, remain at home or highly recommended to remain at home. And so I have the infrastructure in my home for it because I worked at home. I understand that everybody might not have that, but again, I have to recognize that um, in a lot of ways, um, if you're an entrepreneur, you might be prepared for this because you might have the home office set up. You might have adequate internet. You may already have a lot of the technological resources such as a Zoom account or WebEx or a dedicated phone line, um, how can you deliver the service that you have already delivered through the use of technology? One thing that recently came up for me is um, people people are home, uh, people are dealing with uh, the reality of life, uh, the fragility of life. Uh, there is a lot of death amongst us. And so now more than ever, people are contacting me because they want estate plans. They, they want wills drafted. They want power uh, powers of attorney uh, drafted. And one thing I will not do uh, any of my clients, they know this. I do not uh, believe in functioning in a space of fear. So um, if I have someone who desires uh, legal documents drafted because they they recognize that they are absolutely needed um, and they are willing to take the time uh, necessary and to think clearly and plan, absolutely, I will move forward with that. But if I am contacted by someone who seems to be very overwhelmed by fear, uh, I shy away from um, providing assistance because I need to know as an advocate, as an attorney, as a representative for someone that they are making an informed decision, that they are making a decision based on um, knowledge and tr their true feelings and not because um, they are completely overwhelmed and consumed in fear. So that's a little bit. Uh, aside, but um, the, again, I know who I am and I know my purpose so I can um, have policies in business that reflect my purpose in business. And that, that's a policy that actually um, has not changed. That's That's been a policy before COVID-19 and that will remain a policy afterwards. I, I do not um, allow people to function um, in a spirit of fear when drafting legal documents because 
when we come out of this, because we will come out of this time, I need your legal documents to still be an accurate reflection of your desires. They um, need to be documents that should not change. They need to be an accurate reflection of your desires. And you cannot always have that if you're functioning in a space of fear or uncertainty, or if you're really functioning in a reactive manner and not a proactive manner. So that was a little aside uh, that I just had to take to explain, um, just to give a demonstration of how um, knowing who you are, knowing your purpose and being resolute in that translate translates to uh, the policies and the, the services that you provide. But um, again, and during this time where we're calling, we're, we're being called to innovate, we're being called to be creative in the way that we deliver our um, our services. And so one thing that I had to do was um, go back to some foundational principles. Um, one foundational principle uh, of mine in my business is to always be a solution, to recognize that there are existing problems and that my job and my responsibility is to be a solution to a problem. Because once you figure out how to be a solution, you pretty much uh, become invaluable valuable in the marketplace. And so I am um, going back to that principle. As previously mentioned, I know one of my purposes is to help people through transition. Okay, well, let me think, let me recreate. I created it one time, once before I can recreate. How can I be a solution to people in transition during this time where we are socially distancing, um, during this time where, at least in the state of Maryland, um, the governor has uh, mandated or highly recommend uh, has highly recommended that we re- remain in our home to uh, shelter in place, and so. During this time, how can I become a solution to the existing problems? And so um, in mentioning having uh, clients come to me for a desire to draft a a state plan, we're not doing so in fear, but we're doing so with a clear mind and we're planning um, appropriately. One of the problems that uh, has arisen is that most of these estate planning documents require um, the signature of two witnesses. They also require, or one document in particular, is required to be notarized. How do you do that when um, you have to socially distance? Now, the mandate to socially distance, uh, law firms are uh, exempted. So technically, I could go into the office, uh, galvanize two witnesses uh, from my office, and have those two witnesses execute the legal documents. The reality is, is that I don't want to. (laughs) I don't want to leave my home. Um, I don't want to place my staff at risk. Um, I don't want to unless it's absolutely necessary. And so I am figuring out how to recreate. Um, And so luckily, the state of Maryland just approved, uh, albeit temporarily, uh, the ability to remote um, to engage in uh, remote notary services. And so because I am a notary, I now have to engage technology yet again to 
figure out a way to make sure that I can provide this service to my clients so that my business um, may be maintained. And so um, I have spent my time uh, over the past couple of days doing what's necessary to create the infrastructure to make sure that I can continue with business to create estate plans and also provide the remote notary service. Now, I recognize that um, there may be a a number of you who uh, don't have the ability to incorporate um, too much technology. Either you don't have uh, the infrastructure in your home to maybe have a fax line or your internet may not be as viable or maybe you don't have uh, the necessary equipment. That uh, does not give you permission <laughs> to um, focus on lack and to just be stagnant. You cannot find your pl- yourself in a place where you are stagnant. Um, you do not want atrophy to set in. Um, you do not want, um, you know, you want to continue to utilize your muscle, your brain, your skills, you utilize those. And so now is the time. Um, if you cannot engage in business, you definitely should take this downtime to do all of the things that you have desired to to do that you have not been able to do. And so if you um, desire to write a book, it is go time. It is go time. Develop your manuscript to write your book. Um, if you desire to start your business, it is go time. Sit down, think, strategize, develop your business model, develop your plan. If you don't know who you are, and you are not clear on your purpose, now is the time to become clear. You have nothing but time and opportunity if you find yourself at home. Do not focus on the lack. Focus on the opportunity. Take the time to sit, to think, to be with yourself, to have pen and paper, or um, use your keystrokes if you're one that likes to type. Take the time that you need to plan. If you're saying to yourself, I'm not an entrepreneur, I just happen to um, listen to this podcast, great. You may have wanted to reorganize your closet. You may have some walls that need to be cleaned. You may have some spaces in your kitchen that need to be cleaned. You may have clothes that you have intended to give away or throw out uh, and you just have not had the time to go through your closet. Now is the time to get Get yourself in a position to be prepared to run and to execute all of the plans that you have developed during this time when it is over. When this season is over, because it will be over, you should be in a position where you have everything in place. Your foundation should be so solid that when this is over, you you will have exponential growth because you have taken the time necessary to think and plan and strategize and develop the foundation. If you are an author, you can write your book, have your book edited and published during this time. You do not have to stop. This is the time uh, that you should be utilizing everything to your advantage.
And so in order to do so, you have to uh, make sure that you're structuring your day. I mentioned not allowing atrophy to set in. um, And I mean that do not become complacent. Do not become complacent. Um, Restructure your day if necessary. Uh, For me, (laughs) it has been required. Um, I really did not have a choice in restructuring my day. I have three uh, school age kids who are who are home. Um, I'm trying to keep their days as normal as possible. Um, their day starts a little later than it would normally uh, start. I'll allow them uh, currently to wake up around between 7:30 and 8 o'clock. They need to be downstairs for breakfast at 8:30. School starts at 9 a.m. My uh, oldest daughter, her middle school, they have laptops that they bring home. And so school has not stopped for her at all, at all. She actually has more work. (laughs) School has not stopped for her. For um, my um, elementary school child, there has been some work packets, um, but she's um, beginning to Well, not get in the swing of things. I've created some work for her. Um, There are a bunch of online resources for her and my preschooler. I would say, um, if anything, it's really um, educated my preschooler, my two-year-old, that that has taken up a lot of time and has required me to completely restructure. So like I said, we start our day at 9 a.m. We start our day with a Bible study uh, because that's what's uh, necessary for my house to function. Um, something else may be necessary for your house. After Bible study, we go right into our academic lessons. Um, I, I am required to the night before prepare my children's academic lessons. I'm not necessarily providing them. The school is providing them. But the night before, I have to be clear and organized on what it is that we're doing the next day so that we can get up and running. One, because I'm not a morning person. Um, I'm just not. But I'm, I'm actually going to get out of the habit of saying that because it, I'm becoming an all-day person, <laughs> a round-the-clock person. And so um, they start their school day. With the preschooler, um, we start her lessons, her alphabet, her letters, her colors, her numbers. Um, She absolutely hates to color. um, So I have to sit down with her and kind of make her color just a little bit because it's a necessary skill in life just to learn discipline. And um, by the time we get through our morning education, or or at least uh, with the preschooler, it's lunchtime. It's noon. It's noon. between uh, noon, uh, 12 and 1230, we then have lunchtime and they have recess. That whole lunch and recess is about a 90 minute time period where I get a break a little bit after we eat lunch because they all go to play together. Um, indoor recess, uh, arts and crafts, outdoor, just go outside um, for a little bit, get some air and come back in if, if the weather is nice. Um, it's been a little bit rainy the, the last couple of days, but the weather changed just recently yesterday. And so um, by the time they come back in, uh, it's nap time for the preschooler. It is around 1, 1.30. And that is when I am actually able to engage in business. 
when my preschooler is down for her nap and my older kids go back to doing their work, I have the time and availability to actually um, do what it is that I need to do for my clients, for my students, because now all of my classes are online. Um, I taught, I have five classes. Uh, One was online, four uh, was face-to-face. Now they're all online. And so any um, follow-up that I need to do for my students or for my clients, it doesn't occur until one o'clock in the afternoon. Because I had to face that reality, uh, I had to change how I structured my day. And so I, I wake up now 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I record lectures for my students. My face-to-face students are having a, a, a little bit of difficulty, um, and they're used to hearing me. They're used to direct instruction. They're used to face-to-face face-to-face instruction. That's what they signed up for. And so I found that it's helpful for me to record lectures and post them in our online classroom. I cannot do that (laughs) when my two-year-old is up because it takes double the time to do it. And then she's in the background uh, just being two. And so I have to wake up in the middle of the night to to record uh, lectures. Uh, I have my lectures recorded. So I found that Okay, well, today I can record a podcast because I'm recording. I have my I'm up to date on what it is that I'm supposed to do for my for my classes. And so I've, I've learned to change some things. So I'm up three, four in the morning, uh, depending on uh, what's needed. And then uh, if I'm able to go back to sleep, I go back to sleep. If not, I am up until my kids uh, get up at seven o'clock. What does that mean? That means that when I start work at 1.30, I don't have a lot of time to, 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 to spare because I'm tired. Uh, so I've learned to shut my day off at 3, 3.30. 3.30, I shut down. Um, I take time for myself. Uh, yesterday, I did something I have not done since college or pregnancy, and that was take a nap. Oh, I took a nap around four o'clock. I woke up at 5.30 and I felt like a new human. I took a nap um, and uh, cooked dinner. Well, I didn't cook dinner. We had leftovers. So we, we uh, I think I watched a show for about a half an hour and then we had dinner and uh, that's family time. Family time is still intact. Family time is still at play. Uh, we're in the house all day together. At least my children and I are. My husband, um, he is essential, so he has to work. Um, and so it's just me and the kids. <laughs> just me and the kids here. And so we have our family time. Everything cannot be work and everything cannot be play. And so we are learning to balance our day. I'm learning to cut them off. My oldest daughter, she'll sit down and she's very much like me. So she'll sit down and she'll work until she'll fall asleep at the computer. That is not healthy behavior. So I cut her off 3.34 o'clock. We're done for the day. You've been working since 9 o'clock. We're done. You did have your recess, but we're done. Um, cut the schoolwork off. Um, I, she's learning to prioritize by deadline. That's not a skill that she had. She needed to have before. And actually, she was struggling middle in middle school because she did not have that skill. Now, she's learning to prioritize by deadline and get things done. 3.34 o'clock, we're cut off. We're cut off schoolwork. We're cut off work. And we are engaged in family time. And we are in the bed at nine o'clock. And I am asleep. I'm asleep. If I'm up um, to 10 o'clock, 
it's something's wrong um, because again, I am back up uh, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning um, because I've had to completely restructure my day. You don't have to do what I do. Uh, you can do what works for you. Again, I, I wake up early because I have three kids and I am now their teacher as well. So there that which leaves no time for me during the day to 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 do the work, uh, to to teach my classes, to to cater to to my clients. Um, I have I have my my client schedule. My availability has changed. I have online scheduling. I had to change that. I am only available from one to three o'clock. Catch me if you can Monday through Friday. <laughs> Catch me if you can. Um, so I'm only available for conferences at certain times of the day, and to the fullest extent possible, I am sticking to my new schedule because if I get off in any way, shape or form, if I get off schedule, it throws my children off. Um, I then am I'm placed in a, uh, in a state of procrastination. Once I, you know, begin to procrastinate, then I begin to sit and I get complacent. That's me. That that's the way that I work. And again, the whole point of me even giving this illustration about my day is to, um, encourage you to not become complacent and not to let atrophy set in. And so that requires that you restructure um, your day, restructure your day. OK, so uh, again, I, I hope that this was helpful for you. If I leave you with nothing, change your perspective, focus on your opportunity. Don't focus on lack Two, know who you are. Uh, be resolute in your purpose. Three, if you were able to create before you absolutely can recreate, you can recreate, create again, you can re-strategize. You can restructure your day. And four, um, if you don't have the technology um, to support your innovation, that is fine. Do not waste your time. Focus on the things that you have always wanted to do that you've been putting off. Now is the time to do this, uh, to do them, because I am certain of one thing. This too shall pass. Um, there will become a time where we are going to go back to a new normal. I personally don't believe that we are going to go back to business as usual. I know a lot of people want that. A lot of people desire that. I don't believe that it's going to be business as usual. I don't think that we can uh, be forced to innovate and to recreate um, for a, a period of time to, to just let that go once that time period has lapsed or, or once our time of being home is over. I don't believe that we're going to be able to just smoothly transition back into our uh, regular lives or the lives that we once had. I believe that we are going to have to um, take a little bit from uh, the past, what we used to do, um, take some of the innovation that we were uh, forced to engage in, and we're going to have to merge them to to settle in on a new normal. And so once we get to that place and once we get to that time, you should be in a position where you are ready to run, where you have utilized this time home, uh, time at home to its fullest capacity so that you are able to run um, uh, when the time is appropriate. And so I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that... Um 
you are able to remain productive, please email me. Um, go to my website, sherryfleming.com. It's my name.com. Uh, drop me a message. Leave me a note if there is something uh, that you want to hear or if there's a topic that you want to cover. If it's within my ability to cover, I definitely will. Um, I don't know when I'll have time to record a new podcast, uh, just given the schedule that I've already stated. Uh, but if I find time that I don't have time to record lectures and I can um, record a message, I definitely will. So thank you for spending your time and, and joining me today. And I hope that you are well and it shall be well. Thanks again and have a great day.